understand. What? Which is, is he Hercules or is he Heracles? Are they different people? I think that it just depends if you're Tomato, in, tomato. Well, I was going to say if you're in Italy or if you're in Greece. Greece or Italy? <laughs> like, you, you got neither of those <laughs> That's how they say it there, Christian, you know? No, it's I'm Italia. Trying to, I, I'm trying to keep it uh, regionally in Gre- in Gre- That's Gre- what they say. Gre- Greche is no, how you is say that, it. I, I was totally bullshitting. I have oh. no clue if that's how they pronounce it or not. I, I don't think that either of us are right either time. Well, I didn't purport to be right. I didn't purport to be anything. I don't think either of us did. I didn't purport to exist, Christian. Like, fuck that, that, That's a good argument to anybody saying you're wrong about something. Well, I didn't say I was right. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you nailed it. You covered You covered your tracks. So, anyway. What? I don't know. I'm just talking. I'm just shooting the shit, man. You're sitting there drinking your monsters, your goddamn caffeine and shit like that. I don't understand monsters, and I've said this multiple times, but the reason I appreciate Red Bull as opposed to monsters... Red Bull, up until recently... Gives you wings. Well, that, obviously. But, like, the, the, the bigger thing was just that, like, for a long time, Red Bull knew, hey, I suck. I don't taste good. I just get the job done, okay? Mm-hmm. I really appreciated that they, they work put no, mentality. no <laughs> R&D into making it taste Nothing. good. Just to making you feel really cracked out and awake. For immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Which is the race. Whereas the you Monster, what, what's your anti-stance on Monster? Well, it's just because that, like, that you know... it tastes too good? Well, no, because it doesn't taste good, number this one. This one does. <sighs> No, the, it the white sugar-free one, guys. I, oh. I just want to like give it a white sugar. Hmm. White sugar. Explain. Free. Extrapolate. Well, sugar is not. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! It's the, the, the exorcism of the white sugar. Yeah, is what you're saying. yeah. Okay. It's absent of. That's actually kind of amazing. And it tastes great. All right, take it I, back. You, you won know, me over in this instance alone. In this instance alone. <laughs> Uh, no, but the, like, the point is, like, they, they had flavors. Yeah, Monster had, like, oh, it's the tradition one, it's a berry one. They do, that is what they sound like. But it's the worst. Like, dude, like, energy drinks are not supposed to taste good. They're supposed to get the fucking job done, okay? I They're mean, the Jim Belushi's of drinks. Here's the thing, like, why not taste good and get the job done? It's, that's, what, what's wrong with that? It's improbable. You're unleashing the beast, but it also... Okay, that's another thing. Isn't this a German company or something? Some fucking monstrosity? Unleash the Ultra Beast, actually. I'm sorry, I take it back. It's Zero Ultra is what I'm drinking. That's nasty. Zero Ultra? That sounds like that Parks and Rec thing where it's like diet water plus light zero or whatever. It's like, which only has 20 (laughs) calories. It has 20 calories. Which is uh, a pretty wonderful thing, man. I just don't know why you're so anti the things that I consume to be awake, you know? Um, I don't know. I guess it's better than cocaine or meth or any of the other things that would keep you up. Well, it's just more accepted. Is it better? I don't know. <laughs> That's true, right? No, they said it's like sugar is legit a drug. It's an addictive quality. I mean, say, so is coffee and so is all this other shit, right? There's nothing. Yeah. I saw this meme that was talking about like, bro, just because like your addiction is legal doesn't mean you're better than me (laughs) (laughs) it was a guy just being like obviously very pro weed and was trying to say like sounded like Jason Manzoukas (laughs) or something just bro (laughs) well I mean the whole idea was just like this guy was throwing stones he was he was Mm. fucking a judgmental glance at coffee drinkers being like you wake up every fucking day and you have to have this thing and I'm guilty of that like three or four cups a day Um, and so like obviously I get that but it's a good addiction Uh, you know like I can't can you I guess you could overdose on caffeine right like what happens absolutely I've done it have you well I've gotten close I remember one time like it was like early in my coffee drinking days I went to like an IHOP with Bethany and Jason, who you guys don't know, but they're people we used to know. 
Um, and we stayed there for hours just drinking black coffee, cup after cup after cup. Mm. And I remember just driving home and my vision was literally shaking and vibrating and right. I like could not drive. I had to pull over to the side of the road and like catch my breath for a good 20, 30 minutes. That's crazy. Yeah. See, I, I'm a, I was a Red Bull fiend for a while and I would have like three of those and I would feel like, uh, but I yeah. never felt like the, the closest I've ever got to feeling like I was going to overdose was with you. Uh, mm. Grand Torino night where because oh. as you know I was not a coffee drinker oh bro and then you were like bro have two shots espresso <laughs> that was your thing that was your espresso fucking, your, two shots your war cry of the day yeah. <laughs> your battle cry for the generation was like hey just have this so I had two of those and then I got one of those like uh, the canned uh, Starbucks double espressos that are cold those are great well the thing is I was like nothing no yeah, problem because it tastes no like problem. just sugar drink and then you're like whoa well it was it was specifically like about 15 minutes minutes into that movie where the racism was just very funny to me yeah uh, where i was like i'm fucked up bro like, yeah and then I, I mean, i've told the story a billion times but like clint eastwood if you don't know watch gran torino which he directed didn't write but he was like you know this is a very personal film to me so you know what let's do the <laughs> score so he does the fucking music for it and i'll never forget just being there cracked the fuck out like yeah like i'm on a roller coaster <laughs> or a dentist chair or something and then clint eastwood's voice comes through the pa system as he sings for his own death scene. Yeah. Holy shit. I As was like, Gran Torino is driving down the highway. Never do this again. Because you think it's just again. a nice instrumental piece, but then his voice, his vocals come <laughs> And through. it's unmistakable, unmistakably yeah. Clint Eastwood. It's, it's not like that could be someone man. else. Right. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, sorry. God, no, that's I, it. I'm stepping on your toe there. It's just, it's just that, like, there's no mistaking that guy for someone else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Oh, Christ. You did I don't a great know. job. You could not release that movie today, probably. Maybe you could. In certain states. <laughs> That's where Hollywood's heading. <laughs> this is the biggest movie in Alabama, man. Like, we didn't get that in New York. What are you talking about? Like, Arkansas loved that shit. Right. Uh, we're probably closer to that than we've realized. Because here's the thing. Those Christian movies, mm. they are very much targeted demographic releases. To the, the flyover states. Well, right? the Bible Belt, I guess, flyover yeah. states. But, like, they, they target specific regions. Especially because they're, like, roadside attractions or some right. fucking... Like all those... Kirk Cameron movies right. or like the shit like and they're all uniformly bad they're Terrible. no good Christian movies right because I've watched a couple did you see the Kirk Cameron Christmas trailer uh, Saving Christmas yes because Christmas needs to be saved by the way it does but the whole trailer is just about yeah. like what is Jesus it's just yeah. like what are you talking about man? Like, we've forgotten the Christ in Christmas I mean and Kirk Cameron is gonna come <laughs> find single handedly Kirk Cameron has to think of himself as a prophet, like as right. the as the new New Testament is being written today by Kirk Cameron's fucking very existence. Why did Kirk Cameron become the spokesperson? Like that's the best guy they could get. Well, that is weird. You're right, but the thing is, like, this isn't a new thing. Like we like to think that he's like, oh, recently become an asshole. No, but this is been, on it's a been growing, a while. Yeah. growing pains. He was apparently was a piece of shit. Yeah, too. I remember watching like a behind the it wasn't behind the music, but whatever it was for TV shows yeah. version of that for Growing Pains, which yeah. was never a show I loved. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I watched an hour of this. DiCaprio, bro, DiCaprio up. did get his start. He, he did show up. And he did a great job. I think he was in Parenthood, too, but, you know. Wait, DiCaprio? Yeah, the movie. Parenthood. Oh, he showed the up. movie. Dude, if DiCaprio showed up in the new Parenthood, yeah, that changes like the entire dynamic I feel like I would have remembered that, you know? Ray Romano's enough, but, uh... <laughs> Ray Romano. Throw DiCaprio in there. It's like too much star power. Hero among time. You can't what? have Ray Romano and DiCaprio in the same room in the same scene. It's just too much. Have you soured on 
DiCaprio, I know the answer to this already, kind of, because you're like, well, DiCaprio's DiCaprio every movie. And I'm like, you're not wrong. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. But you still really like him. Like, you were friends with him on MySpace. And I and I just remember thinking he was a pompous <laughs> asshole then. Yeah. Because it was just like a picture of him in some museum looking up to the heavens, which are not in frame. It's just like, I'm looking up. And then it would be like, people I'd like to meet, like, God, are you there? <laughs> God, are you there? I love that you could just add celebrities <laughs> on MySpace back in the day. Right? That was weird. MySpace was weird. And you also had to, like, rank your friends in a top eight? Publicly. Publicly. It was a fucking Hunger Games of friendship, man. It was amazing. And I always tried to avoid that because there were legit problems with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, people would be mad. Yeah. Why the fuck am I in number four? Like, are these right. motherfuckers... So I just, I started like just adding like Han Solo and Yoda and <laughs> Chava and shit. At one point I did like philosophers with right. busts and shit. Like, because that was the way out of it. That yeah. was the only way to like, see, look, it's not like, personal. Yeah. It's everyone. Like, these are the most, eight, eight most important people to me. Then we started expanding it. Yeah. To top 12, top, top, 12, top 16, 16, top 24. Like at that point. And it got out of control. Like right. how much you could customize your profile. Like you would go onto like some scene kids profile and it would be like a black background. Right. And stars exploding. Listen, I'm awesome. just as guilty as yeah. anyone. Oh yeah, it was I too. Was but then, <laughs> and then Facebook comes along and it's it's cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the appeal, right? Is it really that, was like, that we couldn't customize We had it. let too much of the monkey come out of the box. Right. You know, like that was the, that was the real problem here. So My Space had too much freedom. Facebook was like, no, it's blue and white and crisp and that's it. And they really have not changed. Like you think like there have been yeah. like, you know, slicker designs or whatever, but right. it's always like the color palette stayed the same. There's never right. been this giant fucking, you know, redo of the the design and the look of the of the right. fucking thing. I don't know what happened though, because MySpace was like such a phenomenon. And I don't understand how it was so quickly usurped man by facebook yeah, yeah. Dude. i don't because i did because like, you remember i was really anti-facebook for a while because i was just anti-social I mean, media i was just like myspace is the one thing i fuck with yeah well i, I was anti-facebook too at the time because i was like why do that when i have myspace mm-hmm. it does the same thing like what's the fucking point well that's my literal yeah. point but you do you think it literally is something like well you just started customizing too much it became too much of a sensory overload i feel like it was because you'd go on someone's profile and like three different songs would be playing at once because they had the autoplayer here and then like a videos, videos and here and then this here and it was just like a fucking yeah. Aquabats on top of fucking Nine Inch Nails Miles on Davis. top of Miles <laughs> Davis. Just. That is a fucking amazing mix by the way. No, I mean, I just remember that being this real thing and I was such a late adopter to Facebook. I didn't jump on Facebook until I was like 19. So 2009, it started coming up in like 2007. I held out for a very long time. I think I, I got up in there like around 2007. Yeah, it's just fun. maybe two thousand six. I didn't understand it, like, and I, and there were things I really liked about my yeah. like. It's sad because MySpace, I think, had a lot of good ideas that Facebook still doesn't have. Mm. Uh, like, like the idea of like, well, blogs are one thing, but like the bulletin board aspect yeah. of it. You'd post something where all your friends could see it, but yeah. like it wasn't. They could drop a kudos instead right. of like. Well, I guess see, I guess that's what it was. Like yeah. instead of it being a wall where it was all dedicated to your likes and dislikes and personal statuses yeah. you throw a bulletin up and right. that was like it was great it was less intrusive like mm-hmm. you didn't have to see it you yeah. click on it if you wanted to like it was the option that yeah. MySpace gave me Tom was a genius man Tom was man what's he up to these he days he left MySpace publicly and declared his love for Facebook no yeah no the fuck he did yes, not he why would he do that fucking did. he wrote like a whole post about how MySpace lost its way and how it like got further and further away well he from sold the thing it to fucking Rupert to Murdoch and, 
Like, what does he th- what does he think it was gonna be? Did he really? Sell yeah, News Corp owns Facebook or MySpace, but then Timberlake bought that shit. Oh, he I half thought, owned it. I thought Nick Cannon bought it or something. No, Timberlake. See, like Timberlake sort of legitimizes Facebook. Nick Cannon is like, <laughs> well, I think Nick Cannon does have like a piece of MySpace, right? Or he was like the spokesperson for it for I mean, a minute. He might be because they were know. trying to bring it back to like being a music platform. That's how MySpace started. Was like a platform for bands, and, and in that respect, it was yeah. wonderful. Like it really was. And people, there have been like these these. Uh, really intense essays about mm-hmm. how meaningful it was for indie musicians in the early 2000s and stuff to have right. that platform. Not the best example, like Panic at the Disco, I think, was discovered right. that way, and that was, like, one of the big first MySpace people. Mm-hmm. But other people, like Dan Cook, right? Uh, no, no, hear me out, because he's a fucking fraud hacker or whatever, but, like, the idea was that he was the first social media comedian. Right. He was the first person to have a million friends on Facebook. Like, which is yeah. wild to me, you know yeah. what I mean? Because like, like Kim Kardashian is like 70 million Instagram people and that's like the benchmark of fucking, you know, success. But at the time it really was this like epic way to connect with people. Yeah. And it sucks because it did lose its way, but I don't know if it did any one thing or if it was just like this slow fucking slide right. into irrelevance. I don't know. I, I think it just happened by degrees and eventually we all migrated towards Facebook and mm. MySpace just became a wasteland. Well, what's the next happened? one? Because the problem is this Instagram is interesting because that is like also a very, very, very popular whatever. Yeah. But it, it's popular because it's not trying to do a lot of what Facebook did. Right. The nature of all businesses, you work for a certain company, mm. which the CEO just came out and said, we ain't going to last forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That is cyclical of the nature of business. Even Carnegie's businesses are fucking gone. You know right. what I mean? Like, so it is something that will happen eventually, but what is the next step? Like, Instagram will not be a straight-up replacement for Facebook. It just can't. They serve no. different functionalities. Yeah. But, like, Twitter, I think, is a fucking cesspool. I don't understand Twitter. I've never really understood Twitter. I've, I understand it more now than I used to because, again, it was a case, like, where I was a late adopter because it comes out and it's like, yeah, we limit you to 140 characters. And I was like, Facebook doesn't limit you at all, and you right. can post text posts there. So, like, why the fuck am I going to get on another thing yeah. where I have to do more text thoughts? And it's like every time I go to make a tweet, I'm like, I don't know what I want to say right now. Yeah, I mean, well, it's just like, well, what I've got I nothing of value to, like, throw out into the fucking exactly. internet. Twitter seems like a really cool thing if you are like a celebrity already and you want to have a certain level of connection to your people, you know, but that's literally the only time where that's a thing. Otherwise, it's like if you're a Twitter person, you have 18 followers. What the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, I should just delete my Twitter. I don't use it. It's just there. I I use it to try to win Internet contests. It has not worked out for me so far, but you need a Twitter account sometimes. Dolores won free raise tickets by really. Yeah, because she flew in from London to go to opening day. Like, talk about dedication to the Rays. Yeah. Uh, She flew from London Heathrow to fucking New York to then Tampa just so she can go to the home opener for the Rays. I had no idea that Dolo was such a. I don't think she is. I honestly don't know what that was about. (laughs) She's never talked about the Rays since then. Like,. But it is, like, an interesting thing where I'm like, yeah, Twitter yeah. happens. Like, and the whole yeah. idea was, like, show your dedication to the Rays. You'll get free tickets. And she was like, uh, here's my yeah. game ticket and here's my fucking flight ticket, son. And right. It was weird because she already had a ticket. So I don't understand why 
but then she won a ticket on yeah, top of having it. might have been. We can ask her later. Yeah. I don't know the exact details. My point is that Confusing. Twitter was helpful for her because uh, yeah. she was able to win a contest like that. Oh. But I don't know how many people are actually doing that. Facebook does it all the time, too. It's like, share this, and we'll do a random yeah. drawing for a free gun. That's the only things I see here. For a free gun. <laughs> well, because I have, like, so there's one dude that I find. So I'm really bad about blocking people because, as you know, I'm like, we got to let people talk. Like, yeah. That's my big thing. So I don't block people ever. I don't really unfriend people. Mm. Finally, I got to this point where the most I could bring myself to do with this one particular individual was to just unfollow him. I was like, if I just don't see your shit, I'll be happy. You mm. know what I mean? But like, if I have to see it all the time and the amount of just fucking ignorance that's going there, like, yeah. it'll kill me. Um, but he would always fucking share stuff. It'd be like, we're doing a drive for free good. Free good. I don't get it, man. Who <laughs> fucking wants it? I mean, like, my neighbor over here like had me come over to his house once and then yeah. like, showed me all of his guns like like it was his dick or something like i don't know like it was just so weird to me that anyone cares about that did i tell you though so we're in the grocery store me and dolores toby's there his daughter's there now his daughter's in the police academy right now yeah toby's my neighbor people you need some context here we're at the fucking store christian's a huge fan by the way the biggest i think he's a wonderful human being uh Anyway, so so we're at the we're at the grocery store and we're literally at the self checkout line and then this guy comes up behind me and just whispers in my ear and he's like monster who's a monster referring to my Instagram because this fucker found me on Instagram and then added me despite me not ever saying ever. that I have one yeah. or ever giving him that much so of he my research you on the internet enough uh, to find you yeah and added you well he did that and as you know my Instagram is christian.monster which yeah. is like an old 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 thing um, but so he came up to me he's like monster I don't see any monster here <laughs> and I'm like oh, oh good joke fucking weird and no that was and, a good joke dude you gotta give him some credit where credit is due well layers. the whole point of the story was that his daughter was uh, she was talking about like I'm like oh how's the police academy going she's like really good I was at the shooting range today I'm like oh that's cool and she's like, yeah, I'm a really good shot. And I'm like, that's that's cool. I'm not really a big gun guy. Mm. And then she goes, I am. And then lifts up her fucking shirt. And she has, like, she's carrying a pistol. And you should just, like, you, you it, was, it was like the asshole in, like, a Doug cartoon or something. Right. Just, like, just, like, nah. Like, are yeah. you, like, do you Couldn't, think you're cool you here? Be- can you just be like, oh, well, I am. And then move on with your life. Why do you have to lift up the shirt and right. show that you're carrying a firearm? Like, what does that do for you? What does it do for you? Probably makes you feel powerful. I mean, but you need that. Like, if like you if you trip. need to have something where you can literally kill someone on your person at any time, and don't give me this bullshit of like, well, you can stab someone with a key and it'll kill them. Yeah, anything technically with enough force can be killed. The difference right. is this is a key is not solely used as an instrument of fucking death, okay? Yeah. That's my problem with it. So it's just like, well, why do you need that? Guns are sometimes used to start races or to startle animals. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's a multi-purpose. Uh, I was tool. watching Community yesterday, and it's like this is one of those things where the, where the jokes are so fucking stupid. But there's so much mm. on the screen that like you see the joke, but you don't see the periphery jokes. Yeah, right? and it's like something I must have seen a thousand times, but I never realized how stupid it is. And it's the Model UN episode, mm. and when Garrett starts, he literally fires a pistol. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you're in a school, <laughs> like, and no one bats an eye. No right, one's like, it's this is weird. <laughs> It's a hellhole already. Uh, I don't know. And I'm not even one of those people who's like, oh, I'll take the guns away. But I just feel like the culture of, like, fetishizing a weapon and being like, especially, like, a woman. Like, I understand women. It's different because, like, you know, True Detective 2 has a lot of flaws. Mm. But the one thing that's absolutely right about that is, like, yo, one sex can kill the other sex with their bare hands. 
with like right. a brute strength element to it. And I think if a woman wants to get proper training and knows how to use a firearm, that's fucking wonderful. Yeah, Good for you. Fine. I want you to have peace of mind. That's different. You're using something to feel better, to feel more safe. Yeah. Not to go around like, my dick is huge. <laughs> like, and that's what that woman was doing, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, when it becomes like an extension of your personality or a substitute for your personality, I think when people buy anything as a substitute for having a personality, right. it's like fucked up. Like, there was this dude <laughs> named Jonathan at my old... Uh, my old place where I used to work, right. um, who bought a 2016 Mustang, like brand new at the time or oh, whatever, shit. and would never shut the fuck up about all the mods he was doing on it. And everybody would yell at him every day, we don't give a shit about your Mustang. Like, we were direct as fuck about it, but he would just come in like, yeah, so I just got some new rims for Mustang, you know, and like, this is uh, pretty funny. Okay, right off the bat, right off the bat, what did I take up bridge with? <laughs> Stang. The Stang, exactly, <laughs> Like, first of all, you're not saving that much time. You called it the Stang. It's a Mustang. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, saving no time at all. You Holy sound like an asshole. shit, man. Um, and we called him an asshole, but he never got the fucking memo. Right. Because he was so up his own ass about having a Mustang. And he thought that that gave him some kind of value as a human being. Yeah. But it doesn't. Right. Same way buying a bunch of guns doesn't give you any value. Right. Doesn't add value to your life. You know what's cool? It doesn't cooler? make you cool. Well, like, what I was going to say is, like, people who, like, need to have a shtick to have an identity, it's like the, the like, the starburns of it, right? Yeah. Like, starburns. Right. Like, but that's the thing. Like, I knew a guy whose mom was like, maybe you should wear a cowboy hat. You could be the cowboy hat guy on school. And I'm like, right. why is that a thing <laughs> that you want for your kid? Like, oh my God. Like, Max, you, uh, you're adorable. I've known you since I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. I was almost 12 or 11 or some shit but you like would rock a briefcase to school we've talked about this on the yeah. podcast before yeah. and it was adorable but at the same time it, that was that was certainly one interpretation of it yeah. there was a whole other There's set of 90% other... of people yeah. who were like fuck what? this guy yeah and fair enough you know like it was a teaching <laughs> moment and then from that point on, I learned never to have an identity again. I'm, I'm honestly more mad at your mom for being like, this is a good idea. Let's no. let him go to school. You know, good for her. She's like, let him be him. Like, yeah. That's yeah, great. She was yeah. like, he'll figure it out. And I did. Do you think that your parents did the best they could? <laughs> is that a loaded question? Like, Probably. No, I just, I, what I'm saying is this, like, my mom definitely has some defaults as a person. Hmm. But my mom was also someone who was an incredibly liberal parent in terms of like, yeah. Make your fucking mistakes. I'll never tell you what to wear. I'll never, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, my parents, like, pretty much, like, let me make my own mistakes for the most part. I'd right. say that they did what they knew how to do. Did you ever come back and be like, they're making fun of the briefcase? It's like, well, yeah, I could have told you that was going to happen, Max. All right? Yeah. <laughs> they did? They fucking straight well, up? Well, no, like... they, they, they were very, like, nice about it, but they were like, well, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, why were you bringing your briefcase? What was, what, did you have to go to a meeting right afterwards? Like, the... the, the I Asian just, markets don't wait for anyone. I just like, like the idea of having all of my files in a briefcase. I don't know. But that's what a backpack is. It's an acceptable briefcase. It's an acceptable <laughs> briefcase. I don't want to tell you how to live your life. It just seemed like someone should have pulled you aside right then and there. Like, yeah, but nobody did, you know? Well, People were way too supportive of my individuality. Right. Well, you know, to be fair, fucking 9-11 had just happened. It just happened. Everybody was confused. We were running around. We didn't know what to do. Like, that was you dealing with it. That was you trying to work through this unnamed fucking emotion that you were feeling. a lot of the people that perished that day were carrying briefcases. I think that was my way of, like, paying tribute, if anything. Not even in a a, a jestful way should we joke about that, man. That's horrible. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to like piece together the psychological <laughs> trauma. Oh, like what what, what the decision. link would have been? Sure. Yeah. Okay. 
So did you not, watch like a bunch of network or like Wall Street or something? You're like, they got briefcases. Like, well, I just knew the greed was good. So <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I'd just seen that scene and I was like, well, I would love to see greed is good apply to like school lunches, like a re like a reimagined so? version of how, Wall how, what would that look like? I don't know. Just like a little fucking like 11 year old rocking suspenders, like Gordon Gecko going around taking fucking money from brown children. Oh like, God. What? Like, it is what it is. <laughs> you were so ready to just jump on that. I swear, what? <laughs> why, why are you, why are you picking that fucking part? Like it's not something that happens every goddamn day, Max. I'm so fucking over. Your selective outrage. I'm just picturing a bully in suspenders, 11 years old, taking money from brown children. <laughs> you check that fucking briefcase for a goddamn backbone and stand for something for once, you asshole. Jesus, goddamn Christ. Well, I don't want to see that. I'm going to be honest. You, <laughs> you want to see, see that, but I, I, I don't. No. How about an 11 year old Wall Street 2? <laughs> Shia LaBeouf's there. I never got through that whole movie because it was kind of bad. Isn't Donald Trump in it or something? Is he? I think he, like, filmed a scene, but didn't. Oh. There's a fucking movie he did with... Home Holy Alone 2. No, not Home Alone 2. It's much worse. Like, I am so tempted He to... was in a porno, right? Maybe? I think it was, like, a soft like porno. This soft is kind of what porno. I'm thinking of, yeah. which has got the lady who was in Tommy Boy. I'm fucking this up. She's British. She's yeah. got a dude's name. I'm fucking forgetting it right now. Blonde. Mm. She was married to Tommy Boy's dad, but also, like, Rob Lowe in that movie. Yeah. Okay, so her... She's in a movie where they're talking and they cut the Donald Trump. I'm so tempted to pause this and find this scene because it's wonderful. Uh, But so like it's just the fucking scene where like Donald Trump is like schmoozing her basically. It's like Mm. a fucking intense Sergio Leone fucking close up. And he's talking about like there are men here who would eat your heart alive and blah, 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 blah. And this woman was like, I noticed that you're... Oh, you're you're much too sexy to be bad. And he's like, I'm glad you noticed. Oh <laughs> like it's God. fucking horrific, bro. Like it's so I bad. actually feel sick right now. Oh, dude, he has a kissy face. He does like a like a zoolander, like a fucking blue steel in the middle of that <gasps> shit. Speaking of which, on really switching gears completely, and I I said this on my on my other sh- the what's in the box show, but it's like mm. very apt and like Robert wasn't gonna be able to run with this the way you will be able okay. to run with this. Yeah, yeah. Which is Ben Stiller. Uh, is doing this Escape from Dan Amore show. Yeah, he's that, like, yeah, just directed yeah. all the episodes. Like, mm-hmm. this is a straight yeah, up drama. It looks like a straight up drama. Yeah, like no super hook. serious. It, who's in that? Michael Shannon? Uh, no, somebody? Paul Dano, Benicio del Toro, oh, Patricia okay. Arquette. Uh, who oh, looks wonderful shit. in it, by the way. I've heard Patricia she, Arquette? Yeah, she's so mm, good. She's she's pretty wonderful. She's an Oscar man. winner. I forgot that until it said Oscar right. winner Patricia. Like, for what? Honestly, most of the Patricias in Hollywood are pretty solid. Well, there's only two that I know of. And they're good. They're both good. Was it Clarkson and Arquette? Two, two, two for two. <laughs> two for two. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you're batting a thousand, but the sample size is very low. I well, mean, you know, it takes a lot to be a good Patricia, so most don't try. What? What does it take? What is? It's because you have an old person name. You're like, well, it's Patricia. Yeah, like, but you also have like a very high bar to live up to, and it's like if you're an actress, your name's Patricia, and right? You, you've got. Clarkson and Arquette. And Arquette. Oh, so they're already the it's standard like, bears. You gotta also. look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, Am I that good? Am right. I an Arquette? Am I a Clarkson? And then <sighs> you just not. get back on the bus to Omaha. Right, you're not fucking. Did you see fucking what's the sharp objects? No fucking way. It's yeah. over. It's over. Yeah. You Wrap it up. You, you can't play a terrifying Southern Belle like that. <laughs> Probably. 
What if they're like an actual Southern Belle? You're like, don't even try. She gave, Play, it, to, playing she yourself. gave it to your house and did right. it better than you. She played you better than you play yourself in real life. Fuck me, man. She's so good. Like, And she's not flashy like Meryl. Like, Meryl's like, I'm Meryl Streep and mm-hmm. I'm British, but I'm not. Yeah, that's my least favorite thing about Meryl Streep is just that she comes in there every single time right. at the Oscars and they're like, oh, and next nominee, Meryl Streep. And she always like looks at the camera and looks around like, oh, me again? Me? <laughs> 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 25 fucking nominations. Yeah. Like, how is that allowed? And be. honestly, let's be real. Everyone gets wrapped up in the number of nominations. I think the fact that she's been nominated that many times, only won twice, is... Uh, I bet she might have won three times. But Maybe. I think it's two best actresses and one best supporting actress. So it's yeah. three. But still, that's actually really fucking impressive. I can't hate on that. I can't, I can't hate won? on it, but I just wish that she would just stop being fake humble about it and just be like, right. yeah, I'm really I'm great. the greatest. I want her to be Kanye West. I want her yeah. to be like, I'm the greatest of all time. I'm a god. <laughs> I'd be like, shit, yeah, you are. Like, start talking that. about slavery eventually. Did you watch the post yet? No. Fuck. She's she so talk about slavery? wonderful. No, but she's so good at it. Like, that's the kind of performance that makes her like, okay, I yeah. get why we do this. Why, why like, she's Hollywood royalty. Well, yeah, because, like, well, because like, she gets nominated for Julia and Julia. <laughs> and you're just like, well, fuck. Like, you yeah. can't just give her everything. And then last year, didn't she get nominated for like, I'm our aging rock star movie or whatever? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Rock like, of Ages? What was it? No, not Rock of Ages. <laughs> like, what was she in? No, it was something like Ricky and the blah. Uh, and she played like an aging rock star. And I think she got nominated for it. I'm just like, no. Like, she got nominated for like Iron Lady or did she win for that? I think she won for that. But my uh, point is like, there's like adaptation. Of Sage County. You know what I mean? Okay, that's a good example. Because like, sure. You're fine. But honestly, you know I'm not a big Julia Roberts fan? Mm. She blew me the fuck away in that movie. Really? Like, I was not ready for her to be as good as she was in that movie. I haven't seen that movie. I really like it. I mean, it's it's Tracy Lutz, right? Yeah, Tracy Lutz. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm a real big fan of the playwright. Yeah, um, I'm a fan of him now that I've seen Lady Bird. Dude, his character in Lady Bird, I just wanted to hug. I I was like, I wish you were my dad. He was such a nice dad. (laughs) What a good guy. He's going through a hard time. And then he didn't even fucking, like, the part where he's like, we don't have money, but he, like, yeah, you know what? Fucking the anti-toothpaste part really spoke to me as a person who's against toothpaste right. and, of course, big toothpaste, which runs toothpaste. I mean, if there's one problem in this country, it's big toothpaste. Toothpaste, yeah. swear to God. That toothpaste lobby is probably the strongest. We're too busy thinking about Russia and fucking. You know, is right. it sad to you, by the way, that we made a Russia joke in the third episode of this podcast and like <laughs> nothing has happened? Like not oh. not a goddamn thing has like happened in terms of like in the investigation. Investigations, yeah. yeah Mueller is just running around investigating things still apparently it's it's winding down well <laughs> well it might be winding up who knows oh, shit no i don't know like i, I hope so soon but i have this sinking feeling <laughs> that uh happen. nothing's gonna really come of it what uh, they get like we won't don jr we might but i feel like trump is gonna go nuclear if that happens in some way in some capacity he's gonna do something outrageous like more so because that's his family that's his right. name you know yeah. like that's a different line that Mueller would be "Quote unquote crossing for him." I mean, a lawful line, yeah, <laughs> like a lawful well line. within the the confines. And of I guess now that the the Dems are in the house, like that's it's changed Something's the game. Yeah, but we've also got you know fucking Supreme Court just stacked. Hey man, inside. I think Kavanaugh's misunderstood. I, <laughs> uh, well, wait, wait. I uh, I can't even rescue this. I mean, I told you my big beef with that fucker was like. <laughs> 
Did, did you just say that out loud and you were like, ah, my brain is going to find a way to make this sound <laughs> did good? Did not happen. <laughs> did not. Because I do that a lot. I'll make like an inflammatory comment. Like, wait. <laughs> like, I try to bring it back before it goes away. Wait but for it. No, I mean, I like, you know, beyond the fact that he's probably a, an attempted date rapist, whatever. Yeah. Like, take that away from it. The idea that a guy went on stand for a job interview and screamed at people and then said, conspiracy, one yeah. side's conspiracy. And then he gets to just be an impartial judge. Right. of. I like beer. I like beer. Fuck, this is man. a democratic conspiracy. It's a farce. And I like beer. I like beer. <laughs> that energy stayed high the whole time. Give dung, it back. Dung, dung, <laughs> Gangbang Greg. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Damon really, that might be the best Damon performance in uh, years. Uh, yeah, it's better than The Martian, whatever the fuck he was doing there. Really hate The Martian, don't you? I really don't like it. Why? Is it because of the shit potatoes? Or is it because no, you that was a don't good part. It like just, Matt Damon? <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Like, you see that movie and it doesn't really seem like he's gone through that much. Mm-hmm. Or that it's taken that much of a toll on him. Like, he's not getting more haggard or desperate. He right. just continues just, like, cracking Ridley wise. should have taken a year yeah. off of production, like, fucking Zemeckis and Castaway. Yeah. Like, go lose like, the weight in games dude, back. Dude's been stuck on, like, Mars by himself the entire time. He doesn't even go a little right. bit crazy. That's, that's the biggest thing about it. Because all, like, okay, do the work, do the yeah. job. That's fine. I understand that. But, like, bro, if I'm by myself for, like, a day, I'm just like, fuck, yeah. let me talk to somebody. And that's on this planet. Exactly. Imagine being on Mars where there's almost no hope. There's no, but there's, but there's no like I have the option at any time to walk outside and like talk to Toby or something you know right what I mean? exactly yeah <laughs> oh no it's horrific man it's so fucking sad Matt Damon me. didn't have any Tobys around <laughs> he would have taken a Toby I'll take a fucking Toby why not me he could have made a potato and called it Toby but oh, you know shit. that's what that movie was missing a fun a Wilson uh, yeah a Wilson, a Wilson we needed character. a Wilson for that movie could have been a robot it would have been like Moon or right. something which that's a hard movie to watch because Spacey plays that fucking robot. And yeah, you're like, yeah. God damn it. Spacey's ruined so many things, man. Like, That's part of me was kind of like wanting to watch American Beauty again. Not that I think it's the best thing ever, but I can't he's do it. He's pining after an underage girl in that movie, yeah. which, 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 which we all dismissed as art back yeah. in 99. But right. like now it's... Uh, what does that say about Sam Mendes? You, you made also that couldn't movie. really release that movie now, probably. Maybe you could. Well, not right. with Spacey. Could you? <laughs> Could you? Uh, probably. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, what's the most outlandish movie that's come out recently? You're like, how did that get made? I told you, like, even little things. I was watching old seasons of Arrested Development, mm. and there's, just, like, that one joke where Buster goes into a coma, and then <laughs> and he's just like, I thought he was dating again! <laughs> like, with the forget-me-nots or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, that joke, objectively hilarious, right. but the problem is that you cannot do that now, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things that have very probably Grand Torino man honestly yeah. that might be like the, the cutoff that, that was like... that was the high watermark for adorable racism and it was all man. downhill from there I mean uh, you know, like 12 Years a Slave was trying to show I mean because that's the thing like there's a difference between being like a fucked up movie and a movie that's fucked up because it's historically historically accurate right yeah. so it's like there's nothing wrong with that but it's like if they had done that movie and made the, the slave owners the heroes like <laughs> then that becomes a problem <laughs> then you can't release that movie and I'm trying to think like it's in, like in, from like the perspective of Benedict Cabbage Patch yeah you know, well, well to... think about like fucking Hogan's Heroes which I know we're way younger to have seen that when it was on but it's the concept of uh, adorable Nazis adorable Nazis yeah dude <laughs> who are just incompetent but like you kind of love to hate him 
Like, it's they're just incredible. a bunch of boobs, you it's know? It's amazing. It might be, like, the greatest thing in the world. And I'm like, obviously, we don't need any more uh, normalizing of the Nazis in the current political well, thing. In, in Hogan's Heroes, what was the whole setup for that show? Like, they're in a POW camp. They right. get treated relatively well. Yeah, and they constantly try to escape like in every episode. Right? Of, of the Holocaust. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. They're like, ah, oh, which concentration camp are you going to? It's like, ah, oh, you know the one where Hogan is. Like, oh, shit! <laughs> like, summer camp. You like, get, like, five square meals a day. <laughs> Man, it's amazing. It's fucking incredible. Do they really try to escape in every episode, or is it just like well, a I think they probably so. yeah, they probably eventually got yeah. rid of that. It might have been like a like, you know, Gilligan's Cause, Island because that would situation. be ridiculous. Also, <laughs> Gilligan's <laughs> Island is ridiculous. They had a coconut telephone, Christian. How does that work? He's a professor. I uh, I can't. I'm not defending it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it exists. Like, how, how is it that the professor is able to make like a fucking telephone that works out of coconuts and palm well, trees? George Washington Carver made a computer out of peanut butter. But. Well, wait. <laughs> According to Undercover Brother, that shit's real, dude. Out First of peanut butter. Out of peanuts and peanut butter. Both <laughs> together, congruently. But go on, what were you we saying? Maybe, but, but he couldn't fix the fucking ship or something? Well, yeah, he couldn't fix the ship. <laughs> yeah, true. He couldn't That's fix the my ship. biggest thing. He can build like all these shelters and crazy shit. Right. They always had clean clothes somehow. <laughs> right? He's mastered the chemistry to get tied on the fucking island. Right? But, Jesus Christ. But they couldn't like call for help. Right. Wait, who were they calling with the coconut phone? Each other. What? I'm pretty sure. I'm on one side. Maybe there's like a small radius. So like yeah. You can get to the other side of the yeah, island maybe. or whatever. But maybe. Did they ever expand that? I don't know enough Gilligan's Island to know. Because you had like the main five. But did they ever like expand to that? Like, did they, oh, there's aboriginal people and I shit. I want to say there might be natives or something at some point. But I could be wrong. How they... I don't know. I'm not an expert on Gilligan's Island. It's just a fascinating idea to me. That someone got shipwrecked on in the pilot and they ran that for five years. Yeah, that's incredible. That they were able to make that concept work. That's a one episode joke that they stretched out. That's that's like a fucking like a one episode on Adult Swim, like an eleven minutes with commercials type of uh, idea. And And that was an entire television show. Made it work, man. It's impressive. Was that by someone that I should know? Like the truth was by the guy that did Brady Bunch. Same guy. Same dude. Yeah. Interesting. So that's the thing about TV that I'm, I'm really learning, uh, being like a student of like t- mm. television history or whatever, was that there was a time where like there were there were empires of television creators, right? right? So that guy, the one that I care about the most, obviously, is like Norman Lear. Norman Lear is like some brilliant motherfucker. Right. You know, all in the family, like, Jefferson's Good Times, fucking Rod mod. Serling was up there just for... But what does Serling do outside of Twilight Zone? Didn't he do Outer Limits also? He did both of them? That seems like he created a fucking competition well, for the Monopoly aspect I, I, of it. I'll just give him this. Like, even if he just did Twilight Zone, oh, like, that, that is, like, yeah, informed course. so much of storytelling today, like, especially horror genre storytelling. I, I say every, every, literally anything that's trying to be science fiction while being grounded is biting off of Twilight Zone. I mean, yeah. Like, we all like Black Mirror. Black Mirror cannot even conceive of existing without the Twilight Zone to set the tone. I realize, subject matter-wise, it is zone. different. Oh, dude, it's totally zone tone. Different. Don't you talk shit about the zone tone. <laughs> zone tone. That should be the, the you know, Jordan Peele's remake of Twilight Zone. It's yeah. Like fucking oh, yeah, hip-hop. I forgot he was going to have a hand in that. He's doing all the uh, narration oh, and producing it. Is he also writing or directing? I think he's, he's, well, he's producing it, so he's probably going to write and oversee it or whatever. I, I would trust him with that. Based on Get Out, I love Get See, Out. that's the thing. He but, did one fucking phenomenal movie. But, yeah. yeah, I'm not so sure I'm like that optimistic for his next movie, because how do you follow that up? Like, until I see it, I don't know. I agree. The cast is 
fucking fire for that movie. It's called We, right? Is it like yeah. Elizabeth Moss and, and fucking... Charlie uh, Day's in it, I'm pretty it's sure. Charlie... Okay, well... I could be wrong. That certainly wasn't wrong. the second name I was going to say, but, you know, Charlie Day can do... I'm waiting for him to have a harrowing role. The problem is, like, him hey, trying to be dramatic... Grim, bro. No, that was... He, he minded his mind, he melded his mind with, with a, a kaiju. But it was a dead kaiju and he could barely handle that shit. Well, it's a lot. <laughs> Kaiju's got a lot going on. Rate. A lot of neuroses, a lot of baggage. Christ, man. Think about uh, what kaijus are doing on their in their home universe, you know? I mean, I assume they're they're working schmucks. I assume they get up, they put they, coffee in their they thermos, put, they put their tie, tie on. <laughs> All like droopy eyelids and stuff. Yeah, everyone's poor, so it's just public transport everywhere. <laughs> it's a real Marxian fucking utopia, but uh, obviously like, it's dystopic. <laughs> Guys, I found this place. We can smash all their shit. It'll be dope. That's like going to the gym for them. That's like their release. <laughs> That's their workout. Yeah, yeah like, they're not even trying to conquer us. We'll do a couple miles. <laughs> I'm going to go bench press a couple Empire State buildings. I smashed 3,000 people today. But see, there's like, oh, man, that's terrible. Like, well, because if, like, what if going to the gym was like you have to kill like 3,000 ants? Like, I was a very sensitive child, Max, and I would think all the time that, like, why are you stepping on ants? Mm. What do they do to you? Would you would you like it if I stepped on you? You know what I mean? Like, that always fucked with me as a child. And I wouldn't like to be stepped on, no. I know, but what I'm saying is relating that to the kaiju's workout methods. If it was like, oh, I crushed 3,000 people, it's like, if I had to know that I was killing something. They, they seem like they're pretty on board with that part, you know? Like, they're all about killing as many people I as know possible. they're on board. I'm saying we're not on board with it. And, like, if you if you made it about humans, like, yeah. okay, what if it's, like, you go to the gym mm. and you get a really good workout and you got to kill two puppies? <laughs> like, that's way less than 3,000, <laughs> like, you know? But it's still, like, the idea of killing something that's clearly That would be aware. terrible. No, of course <laughs> I wouldn't want to kill two puppies. Ever. Right. You know, all for right. any reason. You passed the test for now, I guess. But what if that was the only way you could stay alive? Kill puppies? Yeah. I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> like, same thing with, like, if I need a gas mask, kill me. I yeah. don't want to live in the world where, like, if I take my mask off, I'm going to grow a fucking gill or, like, have cancer or something. Like, I feel like a gill would be preferable to cancer. Do, then you can just breathe underwater. I guess so. Oh, become underwater people. We rebuild yeah, <laughs> under the earth. whole part of the world we haven't ruined yet. Do you think we can drain... The Mariana the Trench, oh. yeah, like like a much larger version of training the swamp, and we just live. I'm down just there. picturing Donald Trump like the last frontier of Earth that he hasn't ruined yet, and he's like, "We're gonna drain the swamp for real." They're like, "No, it's not a swamp; it's an ocean." It's and he's a, just like leading the charge, like General Washington on the Potomac, crossing over the fucking icy, frigid just waters, draining all the water, shooting it out into space or whatever. Well, that's the trick. How do you do that? You throw it. Into yeah, space. where does the water go? I don't know. But then it goes into space and comes back into our atmosphere, burns up. Does it evaporate? Does it become rain? Like, what happens? Space rain. Space rain. Dude, space rain's fire. Space rain. That's the name of my new band. I want to be a part of that band, dude. Like, it's a two-man band, man. Uh, are, uh, am I in, or are you saying I've, you I've have already got, I've already got ah, someone else shit. inside. Who <laughs> is it, a kaiju? Yeah, it's a kaiju. Fuck, man. They're deep thinkers. I gotta. I, gotta, I can't hate on it, but maybe I can replace you eventually. Well, he, he might have some other commitments, so I'll let you know if that doesn't Destroying, work Destroying, raping, pillaging. Like, he's playing synth and triangle at the same time, fuck, so like he's got multiple arms is the thing, so I don't know uh, if he can really compete with that. I have two. I also have multiple. Well, more than two. Multiple sets of arms. Multiple like, sets. All right, well, there He's got like seven arms. I don't know where the eighth one was. What the fuck? That's the asymmetrical... Well, he lost it in a battle, all right? I don't like to ask him about it. They were talking about how, like, uh, and, and there, there are certain laws 
in the universe that dictate why things look the way they look, mm-hmm. right? And for better or for worse, our shape is Duh. not the standard bear, but 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 it's replicated throughout all things. Dogs have four legs, right? Like mm-hmm. they're now they're all they're they're uh, what is it quad pedal? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like we're bipedal, but but the larger tri- point, tripods tripods. Who's a tripod? I'm asking. Is there oh, anything there? on Earth? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there. No, that's the point. Like, unless you lose yeah. it, because the whole point of it, and like, I forget which scientist was going into some deep dive on this, because they were talking about the science of Game of Thrones, mm. and they were just like, the dragons, while fictional fucking mythological animals, are anatomically correct, because they wouldn't have, like, some dragons will have, like, front arms like and the wings. Like, T-Rex arms? Right. But what they're saying is, like, in lieu of that, you look at every other winged creature, they don't have extra arms. The wings serve as their yeah, arms. Yeah, and they, like, walk mean? on the wings and stuff. Exactly. So it's like the, there's like that universal law of whatever. So when you're coming at me with a seven limbed fucking uh, kaiju, well, he lost one in the war, Christian. Which war? The war. Of... The Great War. It was great. It was the war. It was the Great War. Do you think their Great War is different from our Great War? Because our Great War is World War One. It's not great. No, it's it wasn't not even great. like cool compared to World War Two. No II. one was having fun. That's my beef with Wonder Woman, uh, the first, the movie. They made War too fun. Well, they made it too appealing. I rewatched that scene today, or like two days ago, where it's the no man's land. Scene. You mm. saw the movie, right? Yeah. I okay. See. No man's land scene, and I just like the the person who posted was like goosebumps. I'll never forget where I was. What? And I rewatched it, and it's just like wait, never forget where I was when I saw the movie. No, with that specific scene where she goes into no man's land, because if you remember, it's the most like I don't know like. Like, you know when I talk about, like, Tyler Perry movies? And I'm like, black representation isn't enough. You need good black representation. Like, it cannot be fucking Tyler Perry movies. Same thing with Wonder Woman. I'm just like, did you really just all get up and clap because she had to let her hair down and do one of fucking these before she went into the no man's land? Like, that bothered me. But mostly it's, like, how petulant she is. Like, how fucking she doesn't understand. Like, Steve Trevor is just like, this is a fucking war. (laughs) Like, we gotta do things, man. We can't just go over there. That's not what what we do. And then she's like, that's not what you do. Flip the hair. Right. Fucking berets in her fucking hair out of nowhere and shit. And then she runs in there and she's just... And the best part of this, by the way, is that she goes out there and is very quickly overmatched by the bullets. Like, I don't even remember the scene here. Mm. She's running for a while, but then eventually just start, like, opening fire on her. And so she's like, like, doing this. She's blocking all of them. And the only thing that saves her is Steve Trevor being like, let's go! And they, like, go into no man's land and save her. Well, because she can only block the bullets right here, right? Like, on her front half. So why don't they just shoot a little lower? Nazis have notoriously Is she bulletproof? Is is Wonder Woman, like, straight up bulletproof like Superman? no. No? No, she's name is Oni. She has super strength and shit. But she's like, she's not Superman levels of strong, though. No, I mean, see, that's where it gets weird. I mean, I don't know. But especially because that movie took New 52 mythology and not original Wonder mm-hmm. Woman mythology. They where back in the day, she just used to be strong and had a lasso of truth right. and, like, right. other things. I'm not really clear on what her powers are, to be honest. I mean, she's strong. She flies an invisible jet. She's got a lasso she of truth. She has an invisible jet. Do you not know this? I didn't know that. Oh, the man. Jet. It is the best thing about the old Justice League cartoons, yeah. too, because you know how they visualize that on screen? Mm. They it's don't. Just, <laughs> they <laughs> it's, don't? It's her just, just like... Sitting in midair. Yes! It's like amazing. she's sitting in a cockpit. Oh So my she's God. not made invisible. Just no. the whole <laughs> Right? <laughs> There's no element of surprise here. Like, what the fuck? There's a sitting Wonder Woman floating across the sky right now. Like, holy shit. <laughs> so man. I don't see an airplane, but I see one on the radar. And also I see a woman floating in midair where the radar in is in the plane. In a position. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fucking thing going on? Like... 
Oh man, I don't know that movie. That's not. Where did she get that technology? It's not great, right? Like they don't talk about that. It's not like the Mysteria is uh, is Wakanda, where right. like there's all these great science and and. Because they're just riding around on horses with spears and lassos and shit. Right. That's so, like, what it was. What is the Dillio? With lassos or horses? Which is with the technology. Like right. what's going on? I thought they were like a bunch of Greeks stuck in the past. Right. They're supposed. But she's to. bringing them into the future. Well, there's that fucking scene. Like, she doesn't bat an eye when Steve Trevor falls into the water. <laughs> she just like, oh, all right, yeah. just save this fucking guy. I don't know, man. That whole cut and cut. But the reason I brought that up to begin with, <laughs> sorry, is World War One is like, there's this great evil. Yeah. We, we have to do something about it. And right. then the next movie is just in 84. And unless, like, she single-handedly stopped the rise of Hitler, like, and prevented World War II from happening altogether... Are we not going to just talk about this fucking thing that was four times the amount of casualties as the first war? Like, right? That bothered where, me. What, where was she during Hitler? Where, where were you, Hitler? <coughs> Wonder Woman is straight up responsible for Hitler because Superman, even though created before Hitler, was always like you know when we watch it, there's like the right. idea of contemporary times. Like right. he is with us always. Wonder Woman is not with us always. Wonder Woman has an origin back then. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, dude. so she she enters the the realm of men or whatever. Right. In World War One. Yeah. And just decides to sit out Vietnam, World War Two. Yeah, it's not her fight. It's not her fight. All of it. It's the war of man. She can't fucking be. She liked World War Two because honestly, maybe maybe it was like, well, the women got jobs. Hmm. They went out. They contributed. She's like, yeah, oh, they got this. It was like at the beginning of the feminist movement was World War Two. It was mm-hmm. a necessity. Like we didn't want women to do anything, but then we all had to go fucking kill some Nazis. So I guess we'll let the women do stuff. And it was from there they just started getting ideas, started mm-hmm. getting jobs. Who's she, who's she gonna fight in the eighties? Is it gonna be like a spy thriller or some shit? I don't. I mean, probably it's gonna be like. I, 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 sh- I shouldn't be so against it. It might be good. It's I don't probably know, like, not. And look, I like Kristen Wiig a lot, but it's mm-hmm. weird that she's the villain of this film. Is like, she? She's playing Cheetah. Yeah, it's weird. What's Cheetah's thing? Is she like a cheetah, a, a woman fucking, who's also a cheetah? Right? I don't even know. <laughs> like, a woman who's also Watch out, she might scratch you. Why? Because she's a cheetah or she's a woman? It's like, like because like in the know. movie universe, like these are like literal fucking gods, you know, like right. with god powers. What's a cheetah woman? Well, and be? that's the big takeaway at the end of the fucking movie is that yeah. she's a god. Yeah. So like, wait, she can easily prevent all of this. And right. She's like, no, nah, I'm gonna go to fucking game. Like she literally fights Ares at the end, right? Right. Yeah. So. And what a wonderful actor he is. That's D- David Thewlis. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck it. Did you watch the third season of Fargo? No. Horrific. Like, terrifying. He's so heard amazing. This. I've heard this. I need to watch um, it. And he's a great actor, but I just felt like so waste, like so fucking terrible. And I know we're talking about a movie that's like two years old now, but I, it just destroyed me because the hype around that movie was so real and I wanted to love it. In comparison to everything that came before, right? definitely did, I can see why the hype happened. But aside from that... <laughs> I mean, that's, like, such a bad thing. Well, like, yeah, but, like, the bar was so low. Man yeah. of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Batman v Superman. Batman v Justice Superman. League looks that's all I have better. To say. Justice League is a better film than Batman vs Superman. Yeah, that's saying least, something. At least Batman vs Superman, like, or Justice League, I mean, right. has some fun right. moments. I, look, Batman v Superman, it's Batman literally branding criminals so that they get killed in prison. I love that. You love that? <laughs> that's, like, that's one of the parts you love. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I just, I don't know. Everything about that was like fucking wrong. Like what I was going to say about Justice League was like, 
one day there will be a six hour like masterpiece theater PBS version of what the fuck happened during that production okay <laughs> because it's so like there was a whole subplot there's a 20 minute scene mm. where they're just digging up the body they're grave robbing Superman oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like what <laughs> like who wrote this was this right. Joss like who came in it was like you know what we need a graveyard scene. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And it was, wasn't it like Cyborg and It was Cyborg Aquaman? and Flash. Oh, no. Flash. <laughs> okay. like, we're both outcasts. Oh. Like, and you can't dig faster. Yeah. You can't blast through this with your fucking laser abilities. I don't know. And they really should have introduced like Cyborg or something at some earlier point. Or just not had him in the movie. He's a weird character, man. He's a weird character. I don't really He's not a bad him. actor, but he's a weird character. Yeah. And then they just have that whole bit where like he's flying around throwing Aquaman at people. Like, oh, cause, yeah. Because Aquaman can't do shit unless someone else piggybacks him first. And, like, Jason Momoa is not a good actor, man. Hey, man, I like Jason Momoa a lot because of <laughs> a show. No, one show was an IFC. It was called The Red Road. And oh. I'm actually a really big fan. Is it like a Western? No, it's not. I mean, it has Western sensibilities, but it's about a, like a uh, Indian reservation and him getting out of prison, and he's half Indian, half white. Right. And the town, which hates the indigenous people in Jersey. So it's actually really interesting. There's like oh, a shit. sociopolitical thing to it. But it's by... Um, I can never say his name. Aaron Gar Gatowski. Aaron Gargoyle. No, Gatowski. He, he wrote Prisoners. He wrote the uh, Denny movie. And it's really good. I like it. Denny. So, I like Denny a lot. Denny, <laughs> I don't know if Denny, Denny did the script Denny, better or something, Denny. but it's a good movie. So like, I'm not hating on it. But um, so Momoa's good in that, but he's playing Momoa. Like it's fine. Anytime he has to show some range, it's rough. Right. He's a really good uh, cow, you know? He's like, a really good cow? Cow, like uh, Cal Drago. Oh, he's I thought like, you said cow. cow. <laughs> I was like, when did he play milks. a cow? The best milks. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I mean, he just moonlights as a cow in his free time. Fine. Um, like, just as like, they have that part with him and he comes out of the fucking well, ocean and like... Yeah. And they're trying to make him seem all badass. Like they're doing everything they can to make Aquaman cool. Right. Which like he's a fucking joke. Inherently uncool person. Yeah. Like, like wasn't that the running joke in Entourage is that he's making an Aquaman, Aquaman movie? movie? Yeah. Which I just I feel bad that you even referenced Entourage right I'm now. I'm not but. saying it's a good show. It didn't like, Marty direct it in that movie? They're like Martin Scorsese directed Aquaman. I'm like so. fuck. Okay. <laughs> I'd see that. I would see that. I would see that in a heartbeat. Yeah, man. Because um, Scorsese was attached to that Joker movie for a little bit, and I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be interesting. You know what movie I would have really loved, speaking of Justice League, yeah. is George Miller's Justice League. With uh, Army Hammer and uh, Common. So. Yeah. And that's actually kind of a badass movie. Like, yeah. Uh, just... And Justice League's already established. doesn't right. take place in, like, the Snyderverse or anything. Honestly, they could have done that. I think the problem was, like, obviously, like, you're, you're when you're trying to replicate success, like, you're not... They didn't understand that the Marvel thing. The Marvel thing was that they had the fucking gall to do it. Like, right. to, to try it and stick it and do it over ten years. Like, yeah. Whereas, like, this these fucking douchebags are like, we could yeah. do it all in one movie. Just like, DC. We'll just rush it all together. Yeah. I think yeah. they're going to have a better chance with the, the, the TV stuff. Because, like, Titans is whatever. Probably. It's fine. But yeah. they got Swamp Thing coming out. They got Doom Patrol coming out. And those yeah. are weird properties. Like, they could have fun with them. I mean, Flash and Green Arrow, I don't watch those shows and I don't really want to. But... People like him, right? Yeah, but people like Supergirl. A lot of things. I mean, it's <laughs> like people like a lot. I don't want to. You look so disappointed in me just then. Well, no, I just, I just, I just people mean like that very rarely is what's critically uh, 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 applauded yeah. ever also commercially successful, and I think that's the problem. It's very rare, especially like with high art, like. 
you know, like, like Breaking Bad is an example that I use that like people are like all on the Breaking Bad wagon now, but like you, you and I were watching the show in the beginning and it's like, we were we were the reason that show survived three yeah. seasons, like, yeah. Because no one was no one watching one that gave shit. A shit about it. Exactly, and then yeah. like you, I just remember the meteoric rise of that final season, where it's yeah. like, oh, premiered to six million, but by the end of that season, thirteen fucking million people right. all caught up on that. Netflix it was like a shit, ridiculous dude. thing, yeah. Netflix like brought that and Mad Men and The Office too. Like people forget, like The Office ratings were not super great ever right. they were stable right but netflix like brought that shit up to a next well apparently the office is like the fifth most streamed show yeah. still like but, 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 but friends is the first so right. i mean take that for what you will you know what i yeah. mean like, i mean i shouldn't talk shit about friends i just don't watch it i don't have any desire why to. wouldn't you talk shit about it? it's weird because i do like a lot of people on in there is, is there anything really wrong with it like it was probably a product of its time yeah it's just a really bad 90s thing and bad 90s hairstyles and stuff but I the mean, truth I is like did... I, I like her I, I like Aniston sometimes I like yeah. Courtney Cox and I, I like uh, who's the guy I actually like in there or Ross. Lisa Kudrow I actually like the most I think she's wonderful um because I like the comeback and I like her in Bojack and stuff like that yeah but... I just don't like her in that show I didn't like that character yeah she's terrible the smelly cat thing yeah and that was her whole thing did that really get you yeah. It was like a season of like one it, They kept moment. bringing it back. I and wouldn't I, know. I didn't watch it. I remember she did have a um, a doppelganger who was a porn star, and they discovered this, and her porn star doppelganger had made a porno called Buffet the Vampire Slayer. Ooh, or the vampire, vampire Lair. Okay, but wait. But was she like her sister or just a doppelganger? Just a doppelganger, I'm pretty Fuck, sure. that gets intense. Because yeah. I don't know if you know this. Uh, and, like stole her name or something. Well, she, uh, Lisa Kudrow was on uh, Mad About You before that. Mm. And her character is named Buffet. Like, it's, it is her sister or whatever. Because like, she was on in both. In Universe? Yes! And these were two different shows. I'm pretty sure they were. that was a CBS show, Mad About You. And then they let her... Within the universe, be uh, what's her name, Phoebe, in in that movie. In this is like that um that Law and Order guy, uh, Jerry Orbach, who's just in every oh Munch Munch, Munch. yeah Munch who's on Homicide and he's on Arrested Development, he's and in the X Files yeah. and The Wire. He so like up in the, the Wire, wire is in the same universe as the X Files and Arrested Development. That is wonderful. Think about that. That makes me actually so happy. <laughs> that makes me right? so happy <laughs> that there can be that much <laughs> mystery and joy in the world. Right? Like, oh man. <laughs> that Job exists in the same universe as Omar and Stringer Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see an introduction or a, a interaction with those guys <laughs> so bad. Oh, <laughs> good God! Oh my God! I don't know if I could handle that. What? That, that like, might be too much. Omar coming! <laughs> like, <laughs> magic! Like that. <laughs> or just Jeffrey Tambor, like, trying to sell some shitty real estate to Stringer Bell. Right. Oh, our dinner's ready. Dinner's ready. <laughs> we can pause. We can come back to it. That's the great thing about the world. <sighs> so what did we learn, Max? We have uh, been all over the world. We've learned that guns are a great substitute for a personality. We've learned we've learned that kaiju are people too. Right. Um, and we learned that uh, you know Wonder Woman was fine, but not great. I, well, you're talking about the movie and not the person, because I think the person is personally responsible for the Holocaust. But that's neither here nor there. Well, in in the Snyderverse, yeah, she is right. personally responsible for the Holocaust. Do you think that that was his real vision for the DCEU when he was running that <laughs> shit? Like, I'm gonna make like her. That's why it's so dark. Well, she's like the Doctor Manhattan, the the unifying bad guy that the world need. Oh, that's Snyder's version of Watchmen, not even the real Watchmen. Uh, but you know how they took the giant octopus monster and just made it Doctor Manhattan? Like, yeah, he's the unifying threat. 
that mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is the unifying threat. They were going to long con that fucking game. Oh, really? I mean, I assume. Oh, my God. I want him to be okay. Like, I know I hate him, but... Snyder? Yeah, I've been really thinking about this. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm hearing you. 300 is not good. I'm listening. Uh, Dawn of the Dead is okay. I'm listening. Dawn of the Dead's okay. <laughs> it's not not listening to you. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I, you, know what, you know what it is? It's just like, he clearly... He what? I don't know. He just wants to make shit look cool. But when did he get bad, bad? Because he was like serviceably bad. And then he became bad, bad. Because like 300 is the kind of story that doesn't have any substance to begin with outside of obvious like Iraq war propaganda. Right wing like, hey, let's go to war. Right. Glorifying war. Like outside of that, there's really no subtext to that movie. So like Snyder is a good fit for him. Right. Right. As a visual stylist. But then you get, uh, what was that shit movie he made? The Legends of Ghoul, the Owls, Not Guardians? that one. No? Not that one. Oh, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Fuck, that movie's bad, dude. Yeah, bad on a level that's hard to understand, right? Well, isn't it just like a dark premise in general? Isn't it like these women are being like raped and fucking like tortured and shit, but in their yes. mind? <laughs> but, but, well, it, they're, no, in real life they are, but in yeah. their mind they're escaping to some fantasy, anime, sci-fi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah, that's their universe. escape. Like yeah. Carly Guagino. Or whatever her name is shows up and is like, it's okay, they're being raped, ladies. Like, you yeah. can go to this place in your mind. There's yeah. robots and katanas. Which is that's such a terrible takeaway. It reminds me of the Lovely Bones movie. Right. Did you ever see that? Yeah. That well, movie is god well, awful. Oh no, it's not great, but there is one scene in it where Stanley Tucci is so scary to me. Stanley Tucci's great. Wonderful in that movie, dude. So good. Everyone but, else. <laughs> Marky like, Mark, just, what are you doing? Well, just the central conceit of right. the film, which is that Saoirse Ronan. Uh, her character is like this, what, 14-year-old girl or something has gotten raped and murdered, and her best chance of an afterlife is to live for eternity right. with all of the other girls that got raped and murdered. Who are annoying as shit, but maybe it's not their fault because they were raped and murdered before it's they could evolve as people. Just... She calls herself Holly Golightly. That really bothered me. Her, like, friend in the afterworld, the rainbow, like, prism uh, cheese wheel. <laughs> like, that's what that is to me. Like, what? See, this is the fucking problem with Peter Jackson. He's a motherfucker. We should take the task, okay? Mm. Because let's be real for a second, okay? All right. Frighteners is great. It's great. <laughs> Meet the Feebles is awesome, all right? Um, like, Meet uh, the Feebles fucking dead alive. Dead alive, okay. But that's the point. Early Jackson's great. Um, Lord of the Rings are Heavenly Creatures is a masterpiece, maybe. Is that the one with uh, Kate, Kate Winslet? Slid and Melanie Linsky. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that one is great and yeah. fucking hard to watch. Like, yeah. it's great. So I'm not taking anything away from that because I think when he was making smaller films, he was great. I don't even hate on The Lord of the Rings. I don't love the second one that much, but the first and third are fine, I guess. Second one's my favorite. You like The Two Towers the most. Yes. That's interesting. It's got talking trees. It's got that it's great dense. battle scene <laughs> that actually... <laughs> well, it's got that great battle scene that's actually emotionally charged and has, like, a lot of ups and downs. I watched this, like, whole video on it that made right. me even appreciate it even more. It's also got Gollum fucking around, but you right. don't know what he's up to yet. Yeah. And then well, the he third seems one, conflicted still. <laughs> yeah, and then in the third one, it just kind of goes off the rails for me because that battle was, like, way too long. It's got CGI ghosts. It's got mm-hmm. this. It's got that. It just right. goes on for, like, There's an hour. Yeah. There's about another hour worth of endings. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck off. That second one uh, has that one emotional part, right? Where mm. it's like voice Sam over, or uh, Sam Vo- voice over. Sam over. <laughs> As they call it in the industry, a voice Sam over. Whenever uh, no, Sean Sam Aston, from Lord of the Rings. Sean Astin doing the worst fucking accent I've ever heard. Like, we just Mr. let that Frodo. shit go. Like, there's good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's <laughs> worth fighting for. Or you're like, what the fuck? Why do you over announce these words? Uh, I, I know Frodo's like main burden in that film was that he had to carry the ring, but Sam did everything else. 
everything else. You eavesdropping Samoy's Gamgees. I ain't dropped no eaves, sir. Like, <laughs> Sean Acid has to do all the heavy lifting in this movie. Right? Like, oh, man. I don't know. But, 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 all right, getting on tap, because otherwise I'll talk about Lord of the Rings for fucking hours. And we, and we don't even do like it. Lord like, of the Rings that much. But the point is, Peter Jackson, we're taking him to task, even though he's made several good movies, and then he made King Kong. Well, Lord of the Rings is, is an achievement, whatever. And then King Kong, I'm someone who likes once Kong's there, but it has some pacing problems. Let's be real about that movie. They could have like, cut an hour. Easily. Easily. Because, like, the first hour, they're not even on the island yet. Although, the gall, the gumption mm-hmm. to cast Jack Black, where he's just like, the whole movie. Right. It's like eyebrows, it's perfect. They also have Kyle Chandler playing against type. It's I feel like, like Kyle Chandler's even in that movie. Yeah, I he's, seen he's also doing some heavy eyebrow action. Right? Really? Where he plays like a, a fool of himself actor. He's like the lead in the movie. Is Colin Hanks in that or is like Adrian Brody? It's Adrian Brody, right? Who's the Adrian second? Brody. Okay. And Naomi Watts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. So Colin Hanks is nowhere involved in this movie. Was he a camera he, assistant? He might have been in this something? movie, dude. I thought I could Colin seen, Hanks like, is just one of those guys great. who just shows up in a lot of things. Great. I really like him, man. He he's... works in a lot of period pieces, too. Like what? Like... Uh, he was in that one Elvis Nixon movie with Kevin okay. Spacey. Right on. He was in another movie where he was like in a cabinet or something. <laughs> okay. um, the Mad Men, King Kong, was apparently. He in Mad Men? Yeah. When did he show up in Mad Men? Like all of season two, he's the priest who's trying oh, he to is save the Peggy Olsen's You're right. You're soul. Right. I yeah. thought he was trying to fuck Peggy Olsen the whole time. But... Um, no, no, he was just well, maybe at the same mm. time. You know, I think he was trying to save her soul, but maybe there's something else going yeah. on. Yeah, you know? trying to save her for him, but she was mm. pregnant already, so I guess that didn't really pan yeah, out for anybody. Like, uh, I don't know. He's a cool man. I like him. He's like his dad, but without the fucking without the fame and success. <sighs> That's low blow. But uh, it's true. <laughs> no, he's great. He's but respected. no, like in a good way. Like he's a character actor, so he can kind of slip in and out of roles pretty silently. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen. He's not Tim Blake Nelson. He's not Stephen Root. He doesn't have the ability to disappear into roles. No, but but, but he's 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 you know continued to work consistently. Look, I like in him. Role. I don't know okay. why I'm coming after him. <laughs> I'm just. What I was going to say was that like his dad is so famous that if he turns out to be a me tooer, it's gonna destroy me. Okay, what, his dad. Oh my god, Tom Hanks. If there was like a report, it's like, like Tom Hanks Tom, has Tom raped Hanks, 50 like, women. I, uh, I will die inside, dude. It would have come out by now. You assume. Because like that, you know, everybody loves to build towers and then knock them down. Like Tom Hanks has been sitting <laughs> top the fucking Hollywood Tower, just having a great old time, eating a sandwich, doing whatever he does. Do you think people like like the, the outcasts, like Harvey and, and Kevin Spacey, they're like, we got to take this Tom Hanks motherfucker down. Probably. That's how we get back. <laughs> if we take down the king, everything's up for grabs, man. <laughs> I don't know why he's the king, but they were saying, like, we take him for granted. All right, fuck. Let's not get into Tom Hanks. Peter Jackson. My point yeah. is this, okay? <laughs> yeah. After King Kong, which has some real problems, but is an enjoyable film. I yeah, do like that the movie bug, a lot. That bug attack seems great. It's great. Uh, he then goes to Lovely Bones. Not a good movie. No. Goes back to The Hobbits. Really bad movies, man. Mm. I mean, the first one is, like, 45 minutes before they're out of the dinner scene. I like, saw the last 30 minutes of Desolation of Smaug. I had no idea what was going on. There's awesome. a dinosaur eating gold and breathing fire. Right. I know it's called a dragon. I <laughs> forgot for a second. And then Gandalf was, like, shooting a laser beam at a laser beam and right. doing something. It's weird. And then it ends with literally, a what have we done? Being like, Cut I'm to black. I'm gonna fucking fuck up a whole town. Well, he was great, because that's Cumberbitch, and he was Cumberbitch. like... <laughs> he was going around being like, my Cumberland's wings are a hurricane. Like that shit. Tatch. I love <laughs> I loved it. All I'm saying is, is it's not great. They're really <laughs> bad movies, but, you know, whatever. And my larger point is like, so why do we revere this guy? Because it seems to me when he was fat and making smaller movies... 
he was a better filmmaker. Now he's all fucking skinny and, and sickly making looking. <laughs> making bad movies. Really bad movies, though, mm-hmm. man. Like it, He should have let Guillermo just do The Hobbit, man. Why didn't that happen? That would have been so fucking interesting to Something me. Something fell through. I don't know what it was, but like Guillermo was supposed to do it. Well, see, that's the whole thing. I don't know if you know like the story of The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. So he was supposed to do it. Guillermo drops out of it, and then they still... Like, New Line was like, mm, gotta make that date. So oh, he's yeah. like, I guess I'm directing this now. I saw something where he was, like, having to, like, make shit up on the day. Oh, yeah. And, like, having to make props so and shit Circus on the day. is his yeah. AD. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so he's just going around directing fight scenes, but there's no direction. It's just like, all right, swing some swords. And, like, you see Peter is just, like, losing his shit in the corner trying Jesus to figure Christ. out how to do this. It's all, I mean, like, yeah. the, like, there should have been a Heart of Darkness type documentary for that, you know? But the truth is this, like, I think those movies, considering he had to make up a giant nine-hour epic on the spot, is... Based on a very short children's pretty book? Pretty decent. It's not yeah. terrible. It's not, like, this cataclysmic mistake that it could be, and I think that shows how talented of a filmmaker he can be. Mm-hmm. I just wish he would fucking get away from that shit. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what his next movies are. I mean, he doesn't have to do anything. I mean, want to. I, I would say, like, make a smaller, more intimate movie, but I think his attempt to do that was Love with Bones, so if that's what it looks like, then, like, I don't know, maybe just take a break, dude. Just I think he's one of the... Well, just take a long break you know like he seems like he's just an overworked you know well it's been like five years right like wasn't the last hobbit like 2013 2014 or something was it Uh, maybe remember when it tried to bring out the high frame rate thing and that was going to be the next big thing in in movie making died immediately everybody hated it well ang lee tried to do it for his movie that no one saw which which is like a billy fuck faces long walk or whatever it's like it's like at the halftime show and like you don't know what this is? Billy Fuckface's Long Walk? Uh, that's not his last name, but <laughs> it's close. Uh, okay, so the whole premise of it is like the movie takes place in real time at the halftime show of a football game, okay? And they're going to honor this guy, this, this fucking wounded veteran, and he's coming out. And Steve Martin plays like a Jerry Jones type. He's the owner of the Cowboys. And he's just like this rich, you know, maniacal billionaire and shit like that. The whole premise, though, is that in between the lead up to him going out to be honored and the uh, at him actually being honored, they're cutting back to like the war and you see what he did. And they shot it all on a high frame rate, too. And all I heard was that like actors don't know how to act to that frame rate. Like you're making them look like they're not right. uh, emoting properly when they're doing everything fine. Mm-hmm. They just don't like it's too quick. It's yeah. like it shows imperfections and shit. Right. And it uh, ended up being like an uncanny valley thing. People said that they just looked weird. Yeah. You know? Well, high frame rate looks fucking weird. Well, it's, it's too many frames. Well, it's 16 more frames than we need. Well, what do we shoot? What's native? 48. Uh, it's, it's like the normal frame rate? Yeah. It's 24. 24. Yeah. Or 23 point like something something. Really? Something. Yeah. No one else shoots higher than that? You're not like the the natural look of film like that's the speed that it goes. And there's 24. historical reasons for that that I don't remember. No, but, but it's but, 24 but, frames per. But second. they're different because TV and movies are different. I think one of them is higher. I um, think TV might be higher. TV I think is around 30. Okay, so that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Okay, so but but, but like shows like Mad Men will be 24. Did you do 64 frames? Is that what he did? Who? Peter uh, Jackson. Yeah, I think he did like 48. 48. Double this. Okay. Yeah, or 40 or something. My lord. Yeah. Sorry to get lost so, so in the weeds like here. So it's way smoother. So it's like that motion smoothing. Um, oh shit! I hate on the TV. On TV. I hate like that shit. Right out of the box, you have to turn off the motion smoothing, and that always drives me nuts when I go to somebody's house and, and they, they have claim to be a film lover. Like I went to Ben's house and he had it on his TV, and I was like, "Is do you have motion smoothing on?" He's like, "I don't know. What's that?" Right. It's like, how have you not noticed this? Uh, it's the worst. It's giving me a headache. I told you I would, I would go into movie. Best Buy and see like the Dark Knight scenes, and it just looked like a really shitty handheld documentary. Yeah, it, it looks like a soap opera or something. Right. Yeah. 
what happened there, man? Sometimes technology's bad. Black Mirror. Like, this is what it's all about. I don't know. I don't know why that's a thing. Like, why, like that Best Buy TV... Uh, well, I guess what I'm like saying is, like, it's great that, like, technology's always getting better. I just read that NASA released an 8K camera, but nothing on Earth really can project it yet, except the shit that they have, but, like, not right. mass consumption or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Like, it's all in testing phases. Like, at CES, I think, is what it's called, like, the techno technological, like, showcase thing oh, okay. for, like, new TVs or whatever. Right. Like, they had an 8K TV, and somebody said it was almost like looking at an actual 3D image on a flat screen. Like, it was just That's beyond crazy. what you can understand. Well, yeah, but they did a really good job, because I've never understood it, to be honest, but mm-hmm. then they showed it, like, on a bar, where they're like, this is 1080, and then you yeah. zoom out, this is 4K, and, yeah. you, and it's like, holy shit. Just like, the amount of information that you can put right. in one image, yeah. That's creepy, like, man. They, they did some time-lapse uh, footage of, like, a city in, like, or a part of Brazil, a neighborhood in Brazil, that's, like, shot in 8K recently. And, really? like, if you zoom in to parts of the video, like, any random window just like a pixel on your screen you can keep going and going and, and it going never and going fades out and it never gets like loses loses, its quality. Uh, yeah that's phenomenal man mm-hmm. and we're like not far from that like 4k is already becoming more affordable now yeah you can so get like a 300 hundred dollar roku tv like a 50 inch you know that's like 4k not ready and it's not bad not ready man it's not bad what does that do for like independent filmmakers though because like that camera there is shooting mm-hmm. on 1080 but now if every the standard is going to be like a 4k thing you know well it, like even if you're shooting on 1080 like this is getting a little technical and I'm yeah, sorry. a little <laughs> out of my depth but like i know that like 4k upscaling is one of the big pieces of technology like that's part of what like motion smoothing is doing too it's like using ai to like fill in the gaps or fill in the extra frames or fill in the digital information to upscale it to a higher resolution. Right. So like Xbox, PlayStation, like saying that they're 4K, usually it's not native 4K. Right. It's broadcasting 1080 and then upgraded. upgrading it right. to... Okay, my issue with this is like, uh, when, you know, like uh, government satellite shits, like mm-hmm. at some point you just throw a camera on there you just keep zooming in. Yeah. Like they can just see you. Yeah. Waving. It's weird. Hi, George Bush. I know you're still watching. <laughs> you think he's still secretly running the show? Like, he's just choking on a pretzel right now, <laughs> watching us on the monitor talk about him. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Think about that visual for a second. He's somewhere in Texas on a fucking ranch, <laughs> painting some shit, like, watching us. Oh, man, W. He's kind of cute. Those paintings are adorable. We've talked about it. Just him in a bathtub. He's getting better, too. Like, he's actually seen decent. recently. Yeah, he's done, like, portraits of Putin and Angela Merkel and, like, world leaders. Did they shit. pose for him? Is this, like, a pe- paint me like one of your no, French he, girls he thing? just wanted to paint pictures of his friends. <laughs> okay, well, that it. says something. I guess I forget, how long has Putin been there? I don't remember anyone before Putin, but I know clearly there were people I think before it's him. it's got to be, like, 15, 20 years now, almost. Like, he keeps having elections, right. but they're not elections. He wins, like, 98% of the vote or something. People love shit. him there, man. Yeah. Or at least that's what they tell you. I don't know. I mean, you got pictures of him like riding around shirtless on a horse and shit. Right. You know. They, but anyone they love can do it. that. I mean. <laughs> but but do they do that? No. But Putin it's does. True. Right. Like, yeah, anyone could. But he takes the time. He puts the right. care. Like there, there was like some like fake government story that they released in Russia, like a nationalist propaganda video of like him going on a scuba dive and like finding a priceless artifact immediately in the ocean. <laughs> And just being like, oh, whoops, and just posing with it, not looking impressed with himself at all. It's like, clearly, you didn't just find that on your first dive. But see, what bothers me about that is that that 
stinks of a human being who cares too much. Like, he really cares about his perception. Right. To the point where, like, the, the thing I want to give him credit for, which is being an Urkel on the world stage, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's premeditated. Like, you're trying to have this image, man. Well, I, I think I said before on a podcast where we were talking about Putin, but, like, one of my Russian friends was explaining it from the Russian perspective that, like, America has humiliated Russia time and time again. And so, for them, Putin is such, like, being such a strong man character, right. even though that's a character that he's playing up to a point. Okay. Like, that's important. That's a nationalistic... But uh, my problem here is, like, but but didn't Russia... Maybe this is, like, American fucking history, mm-hmm. and they it's our perspective, and they feed right. you the way you want to. But I just feel like, historically, it's like, oh, you fuckers were wrong about a lot of shit. Like, you, you, right. you, you had, like, human rights violations. And I'm not saying America's, like, cool, but I'm pretty sure Eisenhower wasn't going around killing 22 million farmers or anything. So. No, we weren't doing Stalin shit. Yeah. But that said... We have done some egregious, or instigated a lot of egregious, egregious shit. Just like installing dictators and shit. South just American countries and like, shit, yeah. That have resulted it's in really the It's really interesting to me that these people. fucking people who are like, caravan, keep them out, they mm-hmm. bring diseases and shit, like, completely... Uh, yeah, forgetting the very recent history. That this happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, the reason these people are coming here 30 years later is your shitty fucking decisions that it's you not- made, like... I don't know. Like, that just fucking gets it's me, It's not our proudest moment. <laughs> what is our proudest moment? I don't know. Putting a man the, on the moon? The day after 9-11. No, because we were pretty anti-Muslim right then. That happened real quick. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to Howard Stern, day of oh, 9-11. Was he shitty? No, he wasn't, but there was a guy come, calling in, and I don't even want to repeat what he was saying. Like, he was, like, very heavy Brooklyn accent, and he was like, I'll tell you this, Howard. It's the fucking towel heads. I know they fucking did it. And just saying every racist name in the book that you can, like, call a person from the Middle East. And just wow. like, we need we need to kick them all out of the fucking country right fucking now. That's crazy. I don't give a shit who the fuck they are. Burn down the mosques. Like, and Coward had to, like, turn him off and, like, cut him off. He's like, uh, well, we don't know who did it yet. We don't know what's happening. Right. Yeah. That's scary, dude. Yeah. Why do people get that creepy? I don't. I just. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Maybe because, especially because we were kids, like we were, we were innocent about that yeah. shit in a way, because we didn't perceive it. Like I knew my mom was a Christian or whatever, but like mm. I didn't know there was a difference between anything really. Right. So or that there was like a reason to hate someone else for their religion or right. like what that even was. You know, I didn't grow up with religion right like some people do i would never hate someone based on religion like that's all i would hate someone based on like yogurt or something but never fucking religion like only important shit bro like yo play like (laughs) i mean that's that's what it's really about right like i don't know it's like it's like i'll hate you because you wear socks with sandals i'll hate you for real practical reasons okay remember when they tried to make yogurt cool and gogurt they got gogurt Gotta go on the go. We Maybe don't have because, enough time. Because you're too on the go to handle regular yogurt. So that was made for Brad Pitt, Ocean's Eleven. Like, <laughs> always on the run. Look, I gotta go rob a fucking casino. Give me a yogurt, okay? Like he Howard Hughes did or something. He just invented something on the fly. He's like, I don't have time to fuck with a spoon and a cup and a lid. I wish this yogurt was to go. I wish it was like in a, like a tube or something. Bling. Yeah, fucking Shark Tank. Like, Rusty goes into Brenda, that. call up Nestle or whoever makes that. <laughs> It's like, my name's not Brenda. I don't have the number for Nestle, but okay. And a star was born. I'm a script supervisor, Brad. I don't know what... Not Brenda. Uh, whatever her name was. You're like, fired. That's You're hired. Jacob's origin story. Like, she got Wonder Woman based on that. Based on the success of her Go-Gurt. Go-Gurt, bro. Like, it was a billion-dollar idea for someone. We need more strong female yogurt executives. <laughs>
Don't let that 